to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim and Friends, the morning show for night shifters. Hey, hey, night shifters. Did you know that relationship dissatisfaction is linked to health issues and pure quality of life overall? What if you could have the incredible relationship that you dream of now? Well, for more than 30 years, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee has been working with people to help them create, improve, and maintain their relationships, including sizzling sex without shame. Are you ready to change your life and your relationship? Contact Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee at drloribethbisbee.com. Hey, hey, Night Shifters. So glad you could join us for another fantastical week. This week, we have the incomparable sex therapist, psychologist, gender expert, guru, whatever you want to call her. But we can now add on TV star, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee is back once again to share some knowledge with us and to talk to us about her new TV show. It's called Open House, The Great Sex Experiment, which is a uh, focus on non-monogamy. If you have not checked it out. It's because it's not showing in the States as of yet. Remember, Dr. Bisbee is not here with us locally. She is from across the pond. I have a horrible accent, but I'm so excited that she took time out of her busy schedule to chat with us once again. And of course, we have the usual banter between C.A., Reese, and myself. We also have the marital truth. And as always, you know what it is. It's the music for me, boo. (laughs) Thank you again for tuning in. Let's get started. I want to play this new one. I'm going to slow it down just a little bitty bit. Botanical Gardens by Brew. It made its uh, debut in Atlanta on Hype 87.3 a few weeks ago. And in the short time that it's been airing, it has moved from the bottom to the top. Currently at number three this week, Botanical Gardens by Brew. Let's go. Staring at your pictures, wishing I could feel you I just wanna be your love Thinking of all of the years we spent together Wonder if they mean as much As they did to me and made you better Tell me you are bound to me forever By blood, spirit, faith and word You to me and me to you Seal it with a kiss on the babe for the bow breaks Only get a couple true loves Gotta get the getting while the getting good in our age Get somebody who will let you love them too much mm. Need to pick a fist full of pretty purple nightshade Only blossoms in a black dawn I've been picking petals, got eleven saying yes you really love me Eleven saying yes you really love me a lot Vines, my free and wild arm Untamed and unruly cause you have not tended to me for too long Six sleeps past Since we last talked I start to cry when I think without me you might be better off Cause you seem better off See the flowers for the garden, and 
the flat grass of each path leads me right back where I am Follow the flora, best I can advise myself When every shade of green tells me to go somewhere else Dewdrops, sprinkles of a glitter on the garden Flora odors carry subtle notes of something noxious I'm a side of wildflowers swaying while I rock And absorb the aromas of a little love garden Waiting in the brush, pushed up by corpses Of the fallen baby and his heartbroken mother Another day, another faded, wrinkled up dollar Seal it with the kiss on the bed for the bow breaks Only get a couple true loves Gotta get the getting while the getting good in our age Get somebody who will let you love them too much mm. Knew to pick a fist full of pretty purple nightshade Only blossoms in a black dawn I've been picking petals, got eleven saying yes you really love me Eleven saying yes you really love me a lot Vines You have not tended to me for too long Six sleeps past Since we last talked I start to cry when I think without me You might be better off Cause you seem better off doing things to people without their consent, that's always a concern, right? That's not a kink or a fetish, that's a concern. We'll be talking with clinical psychologist and sex coach, the incredible Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Um, I'm in the uh, fortunate position of having had a very thorough classical training in clinical psychology that prepared me to be able to take a holistic view. If you don't feel comfortable and you don't feel you ever will, move on. It is. Okay. Hi, Dr. Bisbee. Hello. Welcome Hello. Back. <laughs> hey. I have on the line with us, Dr. Bisbee, I have um, Coach Isha who joins us as a co-host for today because uh, CA and Rita are, you know, working their real jobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyway, welcome back. I was getting Isha caught up on the things that you taught us in the last time you came to visit us. And today we're going to talk about all of the exciting things you have going on now. Oh, yes. Lot been happening. I know. It's like, where do we even start? So, again, thank you for rejoining. Um, and just to catch the listeners up, the last time you talked to us, you gave us some basic kink sex terms, and you introduced us to the A to Z podcast, which I noticed you dropped a new episode yesterday, um, going back to the dominance again, so I can't wait to listen to that. Yep, that was fun. That was a, con um, uh, a conversation just to kind of I like to talk to lots of different people when I have the opportunity. So my husband and I sat down and had a conversation about dominance. It was a lot of fun. I bet. I can't wait to hear it. I'll listen to it tonight with my popcorn and my soda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> i to do that. I know. Since you talked to us last, Dr. Bisbee, we've um, learned a few new kink terms. And so we're kind of educating ourselves on the whole community and everything. But today we want to focus on non-monogamy. And in our first 
conversation, you said that's kind of your specialty. Yeah, that's one of my areas. I do that. And I mean, that kink and BDSM are the areas I spend most of my time in. Um, so non-monogamy is um, any relationship in which there you are having um, an intimate relationship with more than one person at the same time. It might be at the same time in the same moment, like a, like a threesome or a foursome, or it might be at the same time that you have a number of different partners. Um, so like dating, for example, when you're not exclusively dating, that's non-monogamous. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Now that's interesting. Cause I know when I was dating, I used to always say I date around and that mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that I slept with everybody, but I mean, I was enjoying dating. It was fun for me. It was just entertaining, getting to meet different people and making new associations. Um, yeah. so I never considered myself a non-monogamous, but now that you say that, I guess I can put that badge on. And part <laughs> of the reason that I say that is because the people often think that non-monogamy is something like really odd or different or other, but most of us go through, um, even those of us who settle down as monogamous, go through a stage in which they are not monogamous, in which they are considering a number of different relationships and trying a number of different relationships. So, I mean, that is probably the most well-known form of non-monogamy, only we don't usually class it that way. We just call it dating. Oh, right. Well, I like, I like saying that. It makes me feel a little more, uh, you know, <laughs> proactive. I, I don't know what's the term I'm looking for, Isha. <laughs> you, I, listen, I think it comes with, it, this is really interesting to me because I think we all have these moments and to actually have a title for it that can remove the shame and guilt is very exciting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, so a lot of the shame and guilt around having more than one partner at the same time comes from the way that we are enculturated into society to believe that, you know, monogamy is the, the way we're supposed to be or the only way. but. There really is no evidence that we're certainly not genetically monogamous. Um, I was listening to Kate Lister, um, a, um, she is a sexual historian, um, do a TikTok answer a question earlier today. And um, she was saying that there's only about 10 species out of all the species, all the animals that are actually genetically monogamous, which is that idea, you know, you meet, you fall in love and that's it forever right? Yeah. That uh, most are socially monogamous. So for most of us, it's a, it is a social construction. Um, some people prefer it, but other people are monogamous because they don't know that there are any other options. Um, and so one of the reasons that I did the television show that I did, um, which is Open House, The Great Sex Experiment, we did six episodes. They just finished on Channel 4 in the UK. You can actually still catch them on all four UK and watch them back. Um, I'm not sure when they're going to get to America. But uh, one of the um, reasons that I did the show, which was about helping couples to open up their relationships, was to provide people with more information about what options you've got. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, before you jump into there, Isha, I just want to say I have tried to download the four app. And I've tried every way to watch this show, and I cannot yet. But I'm going to try a fire stick next. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason you can't watch it downloading on all four is because the same reason that I can't watch Jeopardy here, right? Um, mm -hmm. Because the way that TV's uh, channels make money is they, they syndicate. Mm -hmm. um, and so until they syndicate the program, they probably won't make it avail available in America. But the, the season was so successful that the next step would be for them to look and see. And, and lots of people in America expressed interest. So maybe, I'm crossing my fingers, that syndication will happen soon. Um, and I'm also crossing my fingers we get a second series. Yes. Fun. Absolutely. Congratulations. Dr. Busy, I have a question. Hmm. For me, over the years, um, I, I always called them entanglements, and that's the new word out there, right? I always noticed something about myself when I was um, when I was doing this outside, doing things outside of my relationship. It was okay, you know. I maybe wasn't necessarily having sex with other people, but mm -hmm. I was texting. I was maybe sexting, you know, doing things like that. But if I found out my partner had done anything like I was doing, I became upset. So uh, that's not unusual. A lot of people, okay. um, a lot of people become very insecure about either themselves or their relationships when they hear their partner showing interest in anyone else. And the thing is, is that when you think of it in monogamy, the person has to choose, right? Because monogamy means one. So if your partner meets somebody else that they're interested in, ultimately, if you're monogamous, they would have to choose you or them. But in non-monogamy, it's both and. So no one has to choose. So there's nothing to be worried about. As long as you're going to be open and honest with each other and define the parameters of your non-monogamy, right? Like, how are you mm -hmm. going to do this? Then there should be no issue. And yet people still get freaked out and jealous and worried. <laughs> and that comes out of insecurity. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's insecurity about you, but sometimes it's just insecure about your place in the relationship. Hmm. So this is me and uh, when we were kids, we would be, you know, to a group and say, okay, share, even though, you know, you know, it's your toy, it's going home with you, but you're letting your other friends play with it for now. Yeah. Um, and then when you grow up, you're like, okay, now that's your Ken doll and nobody else can play with it. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing. You know, it's like people who are good at non-monogamy often were very good at sharing as kids, right? Like, you know, my husband said, you know, he was always the kid who didn't mind sharing his toys. Um, right. Now that doesn't mean he's not possessive over me in some ways. It's still his, and everybody has to know it's his, right? Right, right. He might let you use it. He might let you spend time with it. He might let you play with it. But it's still his. And if you don't yeah. acknowledge that it's his, then you ain't going to get to use it, play with it, right? Right. So, <laughs> you know, pe people think that possessiveness means that you, 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 know, you definitely can't be non-monogamous. It's not true. It's just it's the kind of possessiveness that, that's an issue. Right. So if you are comfortable knowing that um, everybody knows that this belongs to you, then you can be comfortable sharing. I get a feeling sometimes that I can't get close enough to you.
Because I would be interested, well, maybe I better watch her show first before I pose my question, but I wonder, I'm, I'm curious about the positives or the pros of those who explore non-monogamy. Because I think that most of us have our own preconceived notions that, oh my God, you're cheating, that's so terrible. Right. But, I am curious to know how having these relationships 
really um, enhances the value of relationships for some people mm -hmm. and also allows people to find love in a way that doesn't judge them for some of the fetishes they may have. That is an absolutely great question, Reese. indeed. Matter of fact, let's jump back into the interview that Coach Isha and I did with Dr. Bisbee, and she will address that very question in this next segment. Here we go. This belongs to you, then you can be comfortable sharing. Wow, that's very... Wow. And I have to look within myself because I have to say, I am not comfortable sharing. So I guess I need to look and dig why, what that insecurity is from the way that you're explaining it. Why yeah. wouldn't you be comfortable sharing? What, what, so, so some people just, just are naturally naturally non-monogamous and other people are naturally monogamous, right? We don't know why. We don't know the wherefore. Some people just gravitate towards one more than the other. So once you factor that in and put that on the side, the rest of people's anxiety and upsets have to do with their concerns and worries, right? So, you know, jealousy is often about insecurity and about, um, and that's either about, I'm not gonna be good enough. They're gonna think somebody's better than me. They're gonna want someone more than me. They're not gonna want me anymore or, um, competition like i'm gonna have to compete for this person's affection um or your place in the relationship like they may still want me but i was the one that they were living with and now they're going to find somebody they're more compatible with and and right. want to live with them but there's also envy and envy is is like um things like I always wanted to do that thing with you and we never got around to it. Now you've gone and done it with someone else. Wow. Right. Yeah. So yeah. If, you, if you had, a, let's say you, you had a trip you you'd always wanted to take with your partner and you always said someday we'll go on holiday to Hawaii, for example, and you hadn't gotten around to it. And then, you know, you're non-monogamous and they meet somebody else and they're dating and their, their, their other person um, gets a business trip to Hawaii and says, hey, why don't you come along? So off off your partner goes to Hawaii with his other partner or her other partner. You can feel envious because we always plan to do that and now you've gone and done it with someone else. Yes. Yeah. That would make me upset. <laughs> Yeah, I would be burning some clothes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right? And, but, the, yeah, but the thing is, is it's like when you think of that, it's like, why? I mean, I understand that you wanted to have the experience with someone and it can be sad and annoying, right? That you didn't get around to it. But mm -hmm. it is, you know, it's it, there, there's two different scenarios. Like that scenario is the other person had the opportunity and invited your partner as a plus one, right? Like you'd never gotten around to it because you all had never had the money or never had the time or whatever it was but the other right. was going anyway and so they said come be my plus one wow so it's not like your partner was going oh here's the money we've been saving for our vacation and now i'm going to take a vacation with someone else that's different you can understand right. why somebody would be angry in that circumstance you know it all makes sense to me um it's, it's not for me but it does make sense sure. And I can tell you, you know, younger me would have, because I, I had an opportunity to be involved in something like this at a very younger age, but I was way too jealous, way too jealous to even think about it. 
And it's not so much jealousy now. I just understand it's not for me, mm-hmm. but I can understand the benefits of it now. I mean, there's some real, I mean, you know, if you, if you are interested in doing this, there are some plus points and there are some negatives, just as with everything else. So the plus points are things like um, you have the opportunity of more stimulation because you've got more people in your life. So more and different experiences because there are more people around. Um, there's the opportunity for more really intimate support because, again, there are more people in your life that care about you. And that's more with polyamory, which is multiple relationships, than just with something like swinging or um, or just sort of standard non-monogamy where you're having multiple sexual relationships, but maybe not em- emotionally intimate. But when they're mm-hmm. emotional intimate you've got more support you've got more people who are there who will have your back regardless um and so those are pluses that there sometimes you've got more excitement mm-hmm. sometimes you have more exact sex but that's only sometimes you have a higher likelihood of getting all of your needs met rather than just some of your needs met so those are the pluses i mean the minuses are things like Um, you know, where there are more emotional relationships, there's more emotional intensity. And sometimes that's positive and sometimes it's not, right? Right. There's more drama, not necessarily between you and a partner, but if there's a number of you, there's a higher likelihood of there being drama at any given moment or difficulty at any given moment. That's true. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, And then scheduling becomes an issue. So that's another another negative. Also, you've got to have really good skills. You have to have really good communication skills, really good emotional skills, and you've got to be willing to work on yourself. And if you're not willing to do that, non-monogamy is a nightmare. Right. I if you are willing to do that, it's fantastic. I'm glad you touched on those points because that was actually a question from our co-host, Reese. She wanted me to make sure to ask you what were the pros and cons of non-monogamy and and opening relationship? Um, And she also, and I kind of think we talked about this before, but she also wanted to know what would be an introductory conversation? This segment is sponsored by Line Up, Get Faded, located at 5711 Bowden Road in Jacksonville, Florida. Line Up, Get Faded is a veteran-owned and operated barbershop, ready to serve, ready to line. Line Up, Get Faded at LUGF Barbershop. question about sex or relationships and I will answer you via a short video or via email. It's your choice. These are two new services that I'm offering. You can find them in my shop on my website drlaurabethbisbee.com. No questions are off limits. Don't keep wondering. Ask your question today. Ask you what were the pros and cons of non-monogamy and, and opening relationship. Um, and she also, and I kind of think we talked about this before, but she also wanted to know what would be an introductory conversation 
with your partner about considering opening up a relationship? I think, you know, and I mean, this is what I do on the show, which is like the beginning for people on the show. And one of the things that you want to find out, you want to do is you want to remember, first of all, don't try and do this if you're having difficulty with each other right now. Right? You've been arguing, you've been having problems, your relationship is in a negative place. That's not the time to invite someone in. It's just like people go and have a baby to try to save their relationship. And that's a good idea. Same same is true for non-monogamy. I don't know why, but people suddenly decide opening up their relationship might save it. You know, that's that's the wrong kind of (laughs) band-aid. not the time, right? No. You know, if, if you're in a position where you, where you think you want to open it, but you've got issues going on, deal with the issues first. If you want to have an introductory conversation, start out with the, the reason. Why is it that you're considering this, right? right? So be honest with your partner. If you don't know if your partner is going to be open to something like this, and if you're afraid they might become upset or jealous or angry or freaked out um start with letting them know that you feel your relationship with them is in a good place that you love them that you definitely want to stay with them that you're not looking for a way out you know give all the reassurance up front Mm -hmm. and and also the reason why you want to open up so uh, there are sexual things that i would like to try that we're not doing um maybe that we can't do for example if you're in a heterosexual relationship and you would actually really want to have sex with the same sex person because you want to try that or you're bisexual you know that's something your partner can't provide you because nobody can be two genders at the same time right right so to start there um Sometimes starting a conversation feels too uncomfortable. So one way of doing that is finding a podcast that talks about the subject and suggesting you guys listen to a podcast together. Oh, that's a great idea. Such as- or watching a show. I had a number of couples get in touch with me who were watching episodes of the show and there are places where I asked questions, right? Mm-hmm. And they were stopping the tape where I asked the question and discussing the question themselves. Oh, very nice. Clever. Yeah. You can do that. So, you know, instead of saying, hey, I want to do this, right? Watch something or listen to something together that talks about non-monogamy. Watch your partner's responses and start the discussion from there. You know, what do you, you know, what did you think about what you just heard? And that's where you can start talking. It's a bit of an easier in. Absolutely. I love that. Um, and again, for our listeners, the show is called Open House, The Great Sex Experiment. We are still trying to finagle some ways for us to be able to view it here in the States. Um, but if you have ATV, it is and there's actually an app. If you are not in the States, you can try to download it. Um, but what else is on your busy agenda? What do you have going on right now besides the TV show? So TV show's first season's just ended and I am hoping that we're going to have a second. Um, I have got a, um, a group at the moment going, but I've got another one starting, um, two groups starting in July. Uh, one is 
a navigating non-monogamy group. It's a six month group. Um, it's a maximum of 25 people. We meet twice a month for two hours at a time. Each month has a topic and, um, there's a workbook and then there's time also to discuss whatever individual issues come up. So about half the session we spend on the topics and the other half on whatever issues that people raise. Um, it's a nice way it's a more cost-effective way to get access to me, um, but it also gives you the opportunity of meeting people who are um, experiencing some of the same things you are and learning from other people's experiences. So that's starting in July. Um, and on my website, um, if you go to the groups and retreats tab, you can find out all the details about it. And you can also um, either sign up right away or um, sign up and reserve a space with the payment. So um, there's that one. And I'm also doing one um, starting around the same time called the DS in BDSM, which is um, about um, the relationship part of BDSM dynamics. So the authority transfer or power exchange. Again, that's a six month group, um, same format, two hours twice a month where we have a topic and we also have personal time and no more than 25 people. Um, and you can access all the details about that on the website. Uh, I've got um, a retreat coming up in the autumn an opening up retreat and also a workshop on um, surrender that I'm co-hosting with my sis, Mrs. Blue Frost which is going to be a lot of fun. We do, um, we do a regular weekly live on Instagram. Uh, usually these days it's Thursdays at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, and then I save it so you can actually access it through my Instagram, even if you're not able to be available on the live. So those are the main things that are going on right now. Um, still seeing people. Uh, and um, most of my work is still being done via the internet. I'm doing a lot of podcasts and a couple of bits and pieces of television and basically having a good time. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Your life sounds amazing. <laughs> it's fun. It's tiring. <laughs> you know, but it, it's definitely tiring and it's definitely a lot of fun. Um, I like, yeah. you know, I get the opportunity to do a lot of interesting pro projects. Um, and, and of course, since doing the show, I'm getting even more interesting opportunities. So um, it's a lot of fun. I love it. Well, hopefully one of these days, the crew and I can pop a flight over to visit you. Mm -hmm. that oh, way. yeah. <laughs> I'm coming. Going, anyth going anywhere. Uh, I, I will be living. Well, I may not be living where I am now, but I will be living in the UK. Um, yeah, I, I should be back in the States more. Um, starting probably in the autumn um, and I am I'm hoping that there will be um, some related project happening out in the U.S. sometime this year so that I can come and film something out there because uh, I really enjoy my time back in the U.S. Oh that would be awesome that would be awesome if we could find find you and at least just introduce ourselves and say hello and have a cocktail or two during your downtime. <laughs> well yeah you're 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 in Georgia right? Florida. Oh, you're in Florida. Okay. 
I have fam most of my most yeah fam I've got family in Jersey and family in Georgia, family in a number of other places, but main family is Jersey and Georgia, Chicago, and at the moment Arizona. Weird places. <laughs> well, I think it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, we definitely be taking time with us. I tell you what, I never knew sexual historian was a thing, so now I need to Google that and figure out how I can become one, because that sounds like a fun job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again, and everyone, um, Dr. Bisbee's website is drloribethbisbee.com. I will post it on our website and on our, on our IG again. So please definitely check out all of the retreats that are listed, the ones that you talked about, and we will keep trying to figure out a way to, to get this show so that we can see it and learn from it. If I can find a DVD or something, <laughs> I'll be sure to let you guys know. Yeah, um, do let me know if you find a way of seeing it there. While it was running, I did watch parties. Um, and so some people saw it by coming and watching it with me, you know, online. Um, but even that, you know, it was like really strictly regulated. Um, I know that um, I know that they ended up talking about it on on um, a, a variety of TV shows in the U.S. Um, and that some I mean, like Entertainment Weekly had uh, a couple of clips. I don't know how they got those. Um, and some people were talking about bits of it being on um, YouTube. But, you know. The channel obviously will take things down as soon as they're put up because, mm -hmm. you know, because they're losing money when that happens. Exactly. Yeah. The only thing I can think of right now, and hopefully they won't uh, stop it from happening, is hopping on my uh, fire stick and, and going to the UK stations and trying to find it that way. That's my life. Yeah. I mean, if you go, if, you, if you're able to do that and you go to Channel 4, you know, it's still on playback. Because that's usually on playback for for like a, at least a month following the 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 broadcast. So you should probably you could probably get some of it still on playback there. But make a lot of noise about wanting this. If you want to put a review um, down, go over and find me on IMDb. Um, okay. I have a page on IMDb and make noise, upvote me, things like that. That kind of stuff. You would think that you know you wouldn't necessarily think that that has an impact, but apparently it really does. So. Make a lot of noise saying you want something like this, and you never know. Okay. I didn't think about IMDb, so thank you for that. I will definitely go and uh, put in my my half a cent. I can't even say it's worth two cents, but I'll... <laughs> everybody's worth two cents. Don't do yourself That's right. And the easiest way to find me is my website, but also I'm on Instagram and I'm on Instagram and TikTok quite a lot. Um, I'm on Facebook and Twitter as well, but I'm on Instagram and TikTok quite a lot. So um, if you find me on either of those places, um, I usually let people know what's going on with me there as well. Absolutely. Well, once again, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee, thank you so much. I always enjoy speaking with you and I'm very appreciative of you taking time out of your schedule and reaching across the pond to talk to us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Of course, you have an awesome day. And Coach Isha, thank you as well. Yes, thank you. And until next time, you guys. Bye.
Take your sugar, sweet time, no rush I will be right here waiting on you, darling Same old spot in the same old garments, whoa Yeah Pull up on me in a blacked out big body Back full of boxes of bags that you bought me Take me to a big beach house in the highlands Yeah Burn bills, bleach first, throw a baby off a balcony Living like the lower echelon for a while Bespoke black suit, high top crop boots Chucking treasures from the shore during low tide Offering the gods all the gifts that you gave me Praying they make their way to them through the waves Of the blue-green water Love, I love the way you keep me shimmer and shining Swimming in the white light, dripping off the diamonds Diamonds bright, my beauty blinding My cinnamon brown sugar diamonds Drink it as it drips off the juice sweet darling Yeah I love you more than anything I tell you all the time so you know it is true 77 carat F1 bracelet Brand new knee-high Santan pangolin Drowning in the fabric of an oversized scarf Overpriced life of an ever-high star all my pineapples pink like the hoes he paid for You know what I got something a lot would have to say for Cashed out, all the stock he had in Alibaba Flew me choosy Wantanejo and Nicaragua And this ain't admitting that we kissing for a living now nah, This is just evidence of how trick can keep me dripping Yeah, palms out, gotta pay to hear me say I love you Plus tax to act like I want to Throw another baby off the railing of a balcony Living like the lower echelon for a while Bespoke black suit, high top crock boots Chucking treasures from the shore during low tide Offering the gods all the gifts that you gave me Praying they make their way to improve the waves Of the blue-green water Love, I love the way you keep me shimmer and shining Swimming in the white light, dripping off the diamonds Diamonds bright, but my beauty blinding As it drips of the juice, you know what to do. Drink it as it drips of the juice. Ever wanted to try Yoni steaming? What are you waiting for? Pink Orchid Jacksonville has two locations serving the Jacksonville area. With on-site life coaching, several opportunities for enrichment, enhancement, and nourishment are available to you. Also offering Girls' Nights In with Sip and Paint and also Sip, Paint, and Steam. Don't miss out on getting your nurturing together. Pink Orchid Jacksonville, area code 904-323-2155. Come on down, check us out. Uh, earlier this week, Coach Isha and I interviewed Dr. Bisbee. You know, I consider Dr. Bisbee a beat to the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no she doubt. is hilarious. Yeah, so we uh, learned some uh, new things about her TV show, Open House, The Great Sex Experiment. Right. And you said it's on Amazon? No, Netflix. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. On the, you have to have the fire stick to watch oh. it. 
Okay, so I got one. So where? I mean, it doesn't have to be like jailbroke mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, it has to be jailbroke. <laughs> okay, okay. It has to be jailbroke. Is yours jailbroke? Yeah. Okay, I used uh, the app was Ocean Screens. Okay. Um, yeah, but you can try. I don't, well, I don't know. If, do you have Cinema or BTV or what apps do you have? Uh, I think I do have Cinema. Yeah, try. I haven't tried it on Cinema, but check it out and see. Okay. But you know, <laughs> I think it's funny. You have to put in the entire title. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you have to say, uh, and I used the voice remote and just said, you know, Open House, The Great Sex Experiment. And boom. Okay. I'll try that. Yeah. So it's nothing at all like what I thought. I mean, honestly, when I heard about the show, I thought it was, I don't know, I guess it's, you remember that show back in the day called The Real World? Yeah. On TV? Oh, yeah. yeah, and they threw a bunch of people into the house and then they uh-huh. interacted with each other. That's what I was expecting the show to be like. But it's not at all. Okay. Gotcha. They got so many reality shows now. Uh, crazy. Yeah, I try not even. So many of them, it's like you don't want to get sucked in. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm sucked. I, she I, said I'm sucked. sucked. Really? <laughs> I mean, for the doctor, I check it out for the doctor. But I know, I know, it's like every time I look at a commercial, it's like a reality show on the island. Uh, uh, we put seventeen virgins on the island with one male, and uh, see what the outcome is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Right. Now, don't do. Um, it's funny. I'm weird. Like I, I like reality shows, but there's a certain type. Like I don't like a lot of drama. I don't like a lot of negativity. So I don't do the housewives at any of them. And I hear that there's several series like Atlanta, Orange County, and so on and so forth. But I do yeah. like Married. Um, so that that one I like. Which one, Kim? Married one? to Medicine. Okay, I, I know what you're talking about. Excuse me for more. Mhm. Yeah, like now, now they do have their share of drama, <laughs> but the main bottom line with them is they still support each other. Like if any one of them is on the brink of divorce or having marital problems, it's like they all jump in and they try to help and save that marriage and save that couple. It's like yeah, the friendship is real, regardless okay. of the fight. They're not trying to literally destroy each other on that particular series. And that one, they're they're all black, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, they're yeah. all black. Yeah, so I enjoy that. One. Oh, so for for Doctor Bisbee Joe, I was telling you it's not anything like I thought it was, but I didn't tell you what it was. Yeah, what is it? <laughs> so it's actually like, um, so there is a house, kind of like real world style. There's a house where actual. Um, swingers and what do they call them sexually open people um go i won't say a house like a resort they they go there and there's you know the main couple that actually runs it so i guess you can call it quote unquote fantasy island for swingers and open people Mm -hmm. Uh, but they you know this is their day-to-day life this is what they do but the uh main thing of the show or is these couples that are curious like you know, they've met. They've been monogamous with their partners for a year or more, and they want to know. Okay, so what's it like if like one guy's fantasy was to have an orgy? 
you know, another couple's fantasy was to have a threesome, you know, so each fantasy yeah. couple has their own thing that they would like to try. So they come to what Dr. Bisbee calls a controlled environment where they get the right <clears throat> so that like um, KBJ always tells us, the biggest reason people leave the community is because they get hurt and they get hurt because they don't, you know, know all the rules and everything. Right. Bisbee is like that person that guides them through on how to do it. So she does a therapy session with the couple to determine, one, why do they want to do this? Two, what is their ultimate goal for the outcome? And then three, how do they plan to keep going? But if you don't get past her first question of why are you doing this, then she'll tell you, no, you're not ready for this. You, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's like really concerned about the way of the couple. And, individual in the couple individuals within the couple like she really digs deep to make sure it's the right thing for them and if it is the right thing then she'll you know give them steps on the right way to go about it like you know one couple really wanted to dive right in and she's like "Mm, no how about you just go on separate dates first and see how you handle that you know so she breaks it down and gives each couple their own quote-unquote prescription for non-monogamy so it's pretty cool 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 yep but all right, so I guess enough about that so we don't give the whole show away, give people a reason to want to watch it, those that are in right. joining the non-monogamy group. Um, let's see. Now, Reese, you mentioned something about songs that people don't think you would be into. <laughs> she said Eve Maniac. <laughs> oh, I've been trying to put together my list. I don't have my list yet. Let's save that uh... for next week. So I'm trying to put together a list of songs that when someone gets in my car and they hear it, they go, what? And I'm like, why would you think that? I wouldn't like that song. So I need like a week to put it together. Probably. <laughs> oh, and it I happened because I've been in, like, so in work, I had the work car. So sometimes we carpool to different places and, you know, I forget the Bluetooth comes on my phone. You get these strange looks from people like, hmm, I didn't know you listened to that. But then I think to myself, you don't even really know me. I work with you, but you don't know me. Right, right. right. We all have that, that work face. And that, yeah, and it's that, funny. That home face, yeah. Yeah, that's my nine to five. I don't really fool with y'all. You're all nice and chill at work. You know, you handle business. Then, you know, you get in the car. It's fuck the police. <laughs> exactly. Or they'll be like, um... Some real super white songs too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. You might have some some Blink One Eighty Two on or some shit, you know. Yeah, you know. That's true. Yeah, I think yeah. we all have. I have that. Uh, of course, we all have the work persona versus the real quote unquote real us. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Like, man, ain't you, know you listen to John Mayer? Like, yeah, you know, every now and then. Oh, I like John Mayer. He is like. Oh. I I got him like that one day at work, so I have to I had to work up front, but. I was by myself, so I had on some uh, Beethoven. Yeah, and they came go. in and they was like, you, "That's you? You playing that?" Like, yeah. It's like, huh? And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck called yeah. me? Like, I, I like uh, orchestra and symphony shit. Yeah. I listen to show tunes sometimes. See, and they were like, "Listen to Broadway stuff." I'm like, uh, "Why wouldn't I listen to Broadway stuff?" Right. Like, people go to Broadway. No doubt. No That's doubt. Son, listen to listens to um, Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Like whenever he uses my car and I get back in, the um, radio station is always tuned into the Broadway chant. Ah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. And if I have to take the kids somewhere, 
mm-hmm. I put on uh, I put on the orchestra symphony channel. And, like we listen to some box today. Y'all gotta chill out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get some culture, people. Yep. Yep. You yeah, have a bunch of little kids running around right now. Guys, listen to um, what is it called? Gracie's. Oh shoot, what is it? Do you know who I'm talking about? Gracie. She is all the rave right now. Gracie. What what kind of music is it? I can't remember the name of it, but it's Gracie's something, like Gracie's Jam or Gracie's Pop or something like that. But she teaches kids how to read, you know, the phonics. Uh, she's like, okay, kind of like, like a kid's box station. I, okay. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, like what Barney was back in the day, but with more rhythm. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I mean, she redid all the little, she row, row, row your boat. When I tell you, it has you in there ready to twerk. That row, oh, okay. row, row your boat is popping. Popping. <laughs> About the road, yes. yes. So, I didn't know if you guys listened to her since you know you've got the little ones. Yeah, they probably could tell me. I mean, they, they, they do be on kids' pop. Uh, can we turn the kids' pop, please? I do like kids' pop. <clears throat> oh, so well, when we got off of that, I was like, <laughs> she said, Yes, that's true. That's another, like you mentioned one time before, <clears throat> Reese. When we were talking, and you said you're just now coming out of the mom movie because kids do consume our life. They consume everything we watch. I mean, you're watching nothing yep. but Disney, Nickelodeon, and rated right. G movies for a span of some years. Years. Yep. This is how you know when it's gotten out of control. When you finally get that moment and they're not home and you're watching Nick at night or like Nick Jr. You know, <laughs> Why am I watching this? Yep. Yep. Man, I just gotta I'll watch. I watch Sing Two one more time. <laughs> I Even love I that. like it. I, I I love it. You know what I'm saying? Especially when they come on, they do the whole Prince thing. But I'm like, I didn't watch it about twelve times already. <laughs> you know, it just came out like two months ago. I'm like, yo, bro, we we gotta watch something else, man. Oh man, how old is ECA? The uh, your Sing Two lover. Oh shoot! Uh, two, three, five, six, eight. Shoot! Yeah, y'all watching them? Mm. Yeah, we watch them. But I do love. I have a girlfriend who has twins, and they're probably in that age range. I think they're six, seven. So I told her, I said, sometimes I might have to go to the movies with y'all because there are some, and I was like, oh yeah, I want to see that, but I need to go with some little kids. <laughs> Girl, go on in there by yourself with your big thing of popcorn and kick back. No, no, no. Yeah. Man. I don't have any grandbabies to take yet, so it's kind of like, yeah, I'll go with y'all. Won't nobody look at you strange. I'll look at me strange. <laughs> hey, lady, you don't have anything else to do? Well, well, Night Shifters, we have reached the conclusion of yet another fabulous episode Cannot send enough gratitude over to the UK to Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee for taking time out of her busy schedule to visit little us over here in the States on the heels of a huge successful debut of her TV show. Again, if you have not checked it out, please do. It's called Open House, The Great Sex Experiment. Uh, Since we cannot watch it on US TV, if you have a jailbroken fire stick, 
disclaimer, Coach Kim and Friends, Coach Kim Coaching After Dark, and the CAD podcast does not recommend that you purchase illegal software such as a jailbroken fire stick. But if you just so happen to have one, (laughs) you can use it to watch Dr. Bisbee's show until they get over here in the States. If you have any questions in the meantime, of course, drop me a line, Coach Kim at CoachKim.net. But more importantly, if it's for Dr. Bisbee, head over to her website, DrLoriBethBisbee.com, and you can send her a question. She will video you an answer in return. Uh, you can also catch her on Instagram, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee, or just Google her. If you can't find anything else, Google her, all of her social medias, her websites, her TikTok, everything will pop up and you can reach out to Dr. Bisbee. Make sure you tell her that you heard about her on Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim. So until next time, you guys have a great one. We apologize. We did not get to the marital truth today, but don't worry because Reese is on standby for next week's episode and next week we have another special guest that's a huge tv star so (laughs) keep rocking with the cad podcast we're loving the love until next week good night night shifters Thank you for listening to Coaching After Dark with Coach Kim. If you're an artist and want your music played on my podcast, send me a text at 904-323-2155. My email address is coachkim at coachkim.net. If you'd like to reach out to me on social media, it's at coachkim4life. Thank you. Hope to hear from you soon. And once again, thanks for listening.
fulfilling Another woman is willing I'm gonna fulfill you my body and spirit I promise ya I keep myself up Remain the same chick You fell in love with I keep it tight I keep my figure right I'll keep my hair fixed Keep rocking the hottest outfits When you come home they tell me on my shoulder I'll roll over Baby to my man